2: Hey, y'all, if you have trouble of any sort with your vehicle, I recommend checking out Performance
3: Tire and Automotive in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Y'all, recently, on both of my trucks, I bought all new tires, had oil changes, windshield wipers, everything. I went and saw Ben at Performance Tire and Automotive, and he hooked me up. Give them a call at 225-665-9885. The best honest service you can ever find for your vehicle, Performance Tire and Automotive. PerformanceTireandAutomotive.com for more information. Right there in Denham Springs, Louisiana. This is the story of America's bloodiest prison, told by the people who lived it, both inside and outside its gates. The brutal history, as you've never heard it before, from its origin as a slave plantation to its gradual growth as the bloodiest maximum security prison in America. To those outside its gates, it's known as Louisiana State Penitentiary at Angola. But to those who have spent time inside its gates... It's known as Bloody Angola.
2: Come with us as we take you through the gates and give you a first-hand look at not only the stories of the stabbings, rapes, executions, escapes, and murders you won't find on any TV show or the internet, but also the murders, abductions, attacks, and hostage situations of the staff and their families, otherwise known by the convicts as free people.
3: Bloody Angola is a comprehensive, no-hold-barred podcast that takes you on a journey through time from its inception as a slave plantation to America's largest maximum security prison where 80% of its population will die inside the wire.
2: Get mentally prepared. Sit back and listen. As we cover these stories in detail
3: in ways that you've never heard before from people that they've lived it, breathed it, and died with it. Bloody angle. Warning, Bloody Angola is a podcast covering actual events and is intended for mature audiences. The subject matter discussed in no way reflects the personal opinions
2: of the host or sponsors of this podcast. Thank you. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Bloody
3: Angola,
2: a prison podcast, 142 years in the making. The
3: true story of America's bloodiest prison.
2: And I'm Jim Chapman.
3: And I'm Woody Overton. Do we have an episode for y'all today? Yes, indeed. We told you it would be get a little harder as we go. and But the story today is unfortunate, but it absolutely goes on in the prison. And the name of it is Lieutenant Violates. You hear Woody talk about this a lot of
2: times, especially with his experience, not only working in correctional facilities, but just being in law enforcement in general. You'll hear a lot of discussion from us on inmate on inmate rape. It's it's. Pretty common thing, and I've researched some stats from ABC News on that. Come to find out, almost half, 48% of sex in prison actually involves guards and inmates. Yeah, Correctional or, or, or staff. staff, or not, staff. Not, not always guards, so right, staff, right. it could be anybody that works for that particular prison, but on average throughout the United States, it's just about half and a half. That was shocking to me. The vast majority of that number involves female staffers, and in 84 percent of those cases, the female staffers were willing participants in that sexual relationship, whereas their their male counterparts, only 37 percent of those were consensual between both parties. Yeah. So the other ones.
3: Yeah, they were kind of forcing <laughs> it. <laughs> forcing.
2: And that brings us to our episode today.
3: Right. Tenant violates. Wow. It's going to be hard to hear, but you need to understand. Like I always say, when you go behind those gates in Angola, it's a whole different world. And that, and I also say that sometimes to me, and it, this is not throwing shade on everybody by any means, but some of the people that I worked with as correction officers or classification officers or whatever, the kitchen staff, whatever, some of those people were worse than the inmates. Unfortunately, Inside of Angola, like most major systems like that, people can rise to positions of power or rank by putting on their best face. And who knows what goes on behind closed doors, right? Right.
2: Tony Johnson was an inmate at Angola. He was serving time for manslaughter. One day, Tony Johnson goes to report an issue he was having with a Lieutenant Tyler Holiday, So he goes to report this incident. He says Lieutenant Holiday is forcing him to have oral sex to completion in an office known as the Falcon Office in Camp D in Angola. So, Woody, if you could explain the reporting procedure in a situation like this from an inmate's perspective, how
3: would they go about reporting that? Well, let's talk about it real quick on Tyler the Lieutenant Position He was the key man uh, um, at Falcon. Y'all, in Falcon is one of the sections of dormitories. They have, like, some of them are named after trees. Some of them are named after birds or whatever. And, and so he's at Camp D. The key man means he controls all access, what we used to call the bullpen. When you come in from another place, let's say you're coming in from the field, you have to come through the key man and you get strip search there. The Lieutenant will have their office there. Everybody goes through the key man coming in and out of the unit. The term key man comes from, he has a key to every door on that unit. Right. So let's say I'm working dorm A and B on Falcon. There's a locked door between me and the key man, right? There's a locked door between the dormitories and the kitchen area. Everything's locked down. The person, the highest ranking person on duty that station at that camp would have been a lieutenant. They would have had a captain that was over more camps and then a major above him and, of course, a warden. Or, uh, uh, but the Tyler Holliday, the lieutenant, the key man, he has total control, and he gets to go wherever he wants to, right? Now, if there's a beeper activated, I mean there's a fight in one of the dorms and, and the correction officer hits their beeper, then he, he has the radio on when it comes from, from the control center, beeper activated, dorm a whatever so he has a key man' he's, he's responding so yeah. he has total access total control and if his captain isn't there or his supervisors aren't stopping by the visit then he's a head honcho if an inmate is raped or they have a complaint any kind of complaint against a correction officer then they actually have a form they have to fill out and they they actually make it known they do report it didn't don't write it down didn't happen right and so they have a steps to per the rulebook and go back and listen to the rule book episode or Kelly Jennings talk about it, The uh, they have to fill out the complaint form and the investigation is supposed to be started.
2: Tyler Holiday is a lieutenant. Right. High ranking. An inmate fills out a report and says, Tyler Holiday is forcing me to have oral sex with him seven times. That has to be a fearful thing for an inmate to do. Because, number one, the your first thought, I would imagine, as, as an inmate, is nobody's going to believe me. Exactly. He's going right? to believe me. Yeah. Who's going to believe me? So he was definitely in some distress
3: to work up even the nerve. Right. And and, and that's proven by the, the time period he reported in was from January to March of 2014 that these seven different oral rapes occurred. Well, shit, I guess he had to figure it out, right? I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what kind of stroke the key man's got. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know <laughs> what kind of payback or hell he can rain down on you. Right. right. So but he reports it. So that happens. Angola
2: officials investigate that. They perform an internal review, and they find that the allegations were baseless.
3: In other words, they had no proof. All these were allegedly have taken place in the Falcon office of Camp D. Whoever's the highest ranking officer on the scene, even if the captain of the major stops by, that's their office. It's somewhat private. Remember, everybody else, you have, if you're the key man, you can stop other people from coming to you. Allegedly, he's bringing them in to... The Falcon office, the bullpen, raped from seven times. Reports it, unfounded. It.
2: After that occurs. Holiday resigns shortly, shortly thereafter, not immediately, but within, say, a week of reporting this. Now, just after his re- resignation, the case got referred to the West Feliciana Sheriff's Department. So the guy had a complaint. It was a criminal complaint. Angola investigated it internally. They found it baseless. What do you, you still have to kind of refer that out to an outside agency? Not only ladies have problems with their hormones being out of place. When I noticed my hormones fell out of line, I went to Flourish Hormone Replacement and Wellness Centers in Denham
3: Springs. Hey, I went and got my blood tested because my wife was going for the uh, to Flourish, and I didn't even know anything was wrong with me. And guess what? Everything was wrong. But Flourish took the personal time. Miranda took the personal time. Jennifer took the personal time with me, and they got my health even better than it was, y'all. Yeah, and they don't just do hormone replacement. They do
2: all kinds of different massages. They have vitamin B shots and
3: injections to really get your vitamin B up there where it should be. Yeah, and it's again, for me, it's the personal attention. I've had them call me after hours when the blood work came back, after the doctor, after Miranda was studying my stuff. And she really, really cares, and they really go out of the way To give you your best health options, the hormone replacement is just the tip of the iceberg. So we both recommend Flourish
2: Hormone Replacement and Wellness Centers in
3: Denham Springs. Not only do we recommend it, we use it, y'all. I stand behind them a thousand percent as health professionals and as people. That's right. Check them out for more information
2: on their website at FlourishHormoneReplacement.com.
3: Or give them a call at 225-283-1211. It's separate from the Department of Corrections, but if it's a criminal violation, okay, see, so just because you're in prison and you have the prison rules and you break those like the low court ones, those aren't street violations. But if you, got, you get caught with dope or selling dope or raping somebody, that's something that you could be prosecuted for on the outside, so West Feliciana Paris Sheriff's Office, Angola sits on the extreme corner of West Feliciana, but their sheriff's office is in charge of investigating and prosecuting. San Aquila, the, their DA, would have been in charge of prosecuting the crimes. So Angola, if it's a street crime violation or could be a street crime violation, it has to be referred.
2: The West Feliciana Sheriff's Department investigates it and again they they couldn't really find proof of any crime relative to these allegations uh that Tony Johnson was making. However, they did call in the lieutenant, Lieutenant Tyler Holiday and question him. And when they were questioning him, somewhere in that interview, Tyler Holiday admits, Hey, I, I've never, you know, I've never raped anybody. I've I've never had somebody Sucked me off in the in the Falcon office. However, I have jacked off in there a few times. Right. He did admit to masturbating at work. That's malfeasance in office. Right.
3: And so malfeasance, y'all, is anything, if, if you're in official capacity like a law enforcement officer and you do something s- stupid like this, other people would have had access. They could have walked in and, and seen him eating his meat they charged with malfeasance and, and malfeasance is only something somebody in the p- position of authority can get charged with y'all in louisiana revised Statutes.
2: he had already resigned from from the prison at this point but that's a, still a criminal charge uh malfeasance in office because he was employed by them at the time this masturbation took place so essentially they think we have him with something During this investigation, he says and later testifies in the trial that in late January and again in either February or early March, he twice masturbated in the Falcon office between 4.55 and 5 o'clock in the afternoon. He said it was before shift change at a time when everyone was in their dorms, all the gates were locked, and he expected very little foot traffic. So he felt like he had a little privacy and could see out the window and monitor down the Falcon walk.
3: In case any shit went down while he was choking his chicken. Or anybody was going to walk in while he's was choking his chicken. E-
2: exactly. They <laughs> yeah. so see his chicken,
3: right? Uh, they book him for the malfeasance. And I'm sure they were thinking that this would make everything smooth over, right? Um, maybe with the inmate and with Angola. And Angola was good with it because um, it took the focus off the sex case. However, Holiday was allowed to enter a, a pretrial trial intervention program for first-time offenders and that did not require him even having to admit guilt or register as a sex offender or anything like that essentially he got off scot free just walks
2: and now imagine tony johnson's thoughts during all this if you're inmate tony johnson you're pissed They're thinking, well, he's gotten in some trouble. We've kind of messed with his name a little bit, meaning Lieutenant Tyler Holiday, And so maybe that'll kind of make everything go away because this is kind of a major thing. And it's it's becoming public. Tony Johnson just was not going to let a sleeping dog lie. He decides if I can't get him criminally, then I'm going to sue him civilly. And this is where it gets interesting and all the facts of this case come out. So no criminal charges, but you right. can still sue someone civilly. Think of O.J. Simpson right. exactly. trial.
3: Exactly. And, and Louisiana, the burden on a civil trial is much less than on a criminal trial. I mean, you. why are so many dogs suffering from health issues?
2: Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash bloodyangola. And watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B A D L A N D S F O O D dot com slash bloody Angola.
3: Basically, the probable cause and all that shit is out the window. Uh, all the Miranda rights and all that's out the window. Now you've got a civil complaint. He's like, fuck him. My, yeah. um, okay, so he retired. He admitted to beating off in the office, but they're saying, shit didn't happen to me, right? Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? But guess what? Key man's gone now. Lieutenant's gone now. Can't violate him anymore, right? Lieutenant violates. Gone out the door. But fuck you. And see the shit out of them and they have a civil trial and some depositions were taken
2: and guess what two other inmates come forward key low higgins and tyrone dunbar now when they were deposed both claim holiday also sexually assaulted them so essentially johnson talked to some other people in the prison that had this same issue, and somehow they communicated this, and he said, I'm going to get with my attorney. He's probably going to want y'all, would y'all admit this, right.
3: during a civil trial. So they go to oppose them before the trial. Right. And so naturally, if I'm him, I'm following the civil suit. I'm, I'm talking to everybody around, especially on Falcon. Guess what? Tyler didn't just start raping this one dude, right? He's been doing it. You just don't start one day picking one guy out and hitting them in the mouth seven times, right, with your balls. It <laughs> doesn't happen. He's been doing it. He talked around and he found that finds these other two cats who are willing to come forward and do a deposition. Y'all deposition is straight up. It's it's they got a court reporter there, you get sworn in, and it's no holds barred. And they laid it out. Yeah,
2: so Dunbar states in the deposition that Holiday forced him to masturbate. In the Falcon office, then Holiday performed oral sex on Dunbar. Holiday then stood up over Dunbar, jacked off, and ejaculated in
3: Dunbar's face. That's uh, the gift that keeps on giving. It goes from the oral rape on the complainant to the masturbation, forced him to masturbate. Then the lieutenant performed oral sex on Dunbar. And then the lieutenant stands up over and blows his leg on his face on his face. Now y'all, they take this shit to trial, right? Uh, um, and that would have been in the court room in West Fel Parish. And Dunbar, when it comes time for trial, refuses to testify. Hey, I guess he's fearing payback or whatever, right? I mean, now you know you got to think about this. this civil sex trial. Gets on the news and powers that be in Angola don't want that shit out there. I mean, not, I love them. I mean, I, God bless them. But they do get a lot of bullshit complaints and a lot of bullshit lawsuits every day. Absolutely. The the I do not believe this cat's lying, right? And these other people coming forward, but Dunbar stitches get stitches from whomever <laughs> the powers yeah. that be or then the convicts. Who knows? But if, he said, "Fuck it, I'm not doing it." And probably a lot of humiliation right there
2: yeah. uh, for a straight man to say another man ejaculated on my face. Right. So he, it's one thing to say it in a deposition when you're basically talking into a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to do it in open court. And he refused to testify. However, and this is important, yeah. his written testimony from his deposition was admitted into the civil trial.
3: Almost as good as him being there. Almost. Uh, probably actually even better. Maybe, maybe they wouldn't have liked the way he looked or something. But kudos to the court for letting that in. Also coming forward, now we're at a third person,
2: is a guy named William Blaylock. He was not an inmate, but rather a cadet at Angola. Woody, can you kind of explain what a cadet
3: is? Absolutely. So when you go to the basic training academy at Angola, you live on the grounds in the dormitory, you eat the food, you sleep there five days a week. They do let you go home on the weekends. But once you graduate from the academy, you're considered a cadet, okay? You have to do a six-month probationary period, civil service rules, and you're listed as a cadet. Your pay is as as low as it gets and everything else, and you have to on-the-job training after the academy and um, they can fire you. Let you go at any time. Yeah, just they, like a they, probationary they just, job just, anywhere else. And Lieutenant Holliday would have been this guy's immediate supervisor who is capable of checking him out, hey, s- saying he's a go or no go. We want him to work. Or we don't want him to work. He comes forward and he states
2: that Holliday did this, y'all, in his first meeting. So he's a cadet. Probably they say, hey, you're going to work with Lieutenant Tyler Holliday. Uh, he's going to train you up right. Key man. Key man, he's a key man, so he goes and he meets him, and uh, in their first meeting, he offered Blaylock money to pull out his erect penis. Now, why it would be erect, I don't know, maybe Holiday made it part of the uh, of the deal, stating it had to be erect to collect the money or something, I don't, I don't know, but uh, but that's what his, his testimony was, that he made him pull out his erect penis. And also stated that Holiday threatened if he did not comply, he would get locked up just like the inmates. Think of the balls on this guy, yeah. no pun intended, yeah. Yeah. To, to say that well, uh, to a cadet.
3: Holiday has got to be someone of a master manipulator, right, this is to get these inmates, to He's uh, meaning he can read people, like Blaylock, he reads them, but like, I don't know. The cat maybe had a little sugar in his gas tank. I don't know. But Holiday picked him out for a reason and threatened him. Maybe it wasn't the highest IQ, but threatens him being locked up. If you don't pull out your erect penis and I can pay you money for it, then you're going to get locked up like the inmates. Well, fuck that. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? But there are people who just don't know any better. This turned out to be
2: actually quite compelling. And as you can imagine, it was the key testimony in this case because blaylock was not an inmate so it's not a situation where you're basically saying hey this guy's serving time for manslaughter you're going to believe everything that comes out of his mouth this was a cadet that really had everything to lose by coming forward he comes forward and he tells that story and in the jury's eyes you're looking at that as a neutral third party who had nothing to gain. And it was really key to that entire
3: case. Exactly. I mean, the, it just goes to show that not only, you know, even members of the jury, if they really don't give a shit about inmates, then this young kid, I would assume he's young. This cadet comes in and says, Hey, he did it to me and he threatened me. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty powerful shit.
2: Holiday was not the only one getting sued civilly. Also, Warden Burl Kane and Deputy Warren's Leslie DuPont and Joseph LaMartinieri stated a failure to protect him as he reported the seven rapes. So an attorney got a hold to uh, Johnson and essentially said, look, you can't just sue Holiday because they had a responsibility as the wardens of this Prison to protect you, and we're not saying they didn't, right, folks, right. or any, or throwing shade on them or anything. But that was the allegations. The
3: public record. And, and at any time you go look at any lawsuit, like the one I had, uh, the guy that, and his lover that murdered a little boy here in Livingston Parish, he was on death row, and he actually sued for the right for. To have gay porn and sell when they found yeah. it on Shakedown. So who's he sue? He sues the warden, he sues the direct people that took it from him, and the Department of Corrections. But on the, uh, this case, I had the same thing before when the inmate was uh, being raped. Reportedly, he reported numerous times, in you know. There's a system. Angola's huge. Bloody Angola's massive, right? And, and you got the what I call the White House or the headquarters and where all the higher-ups have worked, like you said on previous episode, Jim, with it. you know, everybody's got to function. But you, each cog in the wheel has to rely on the other one. If an inmate reports rape, you need to protect him, right? You, even if you investigate, which they did, they said you no know, whatever, but he reports it and he's still subject to the rape. That's right. So, so he sues them all. And, and that's, I mean, it makes sense. You got to sue up uh, and how much money he's going to get out of Holiday anyway, right? Right. And, you know, the attorney argued
2: in civil court that the allegations were solidified by the fact that the rapes were reported on March 14th, 2014, but Johnson was not moved to another prison until March 24th of 2014, some 10 days later. If you'll remember, Holiday didn't resign until the 26th of March 2014, two days after Johnson was transferred. So even after reporting the rapes, Holiday had full access to Johnson. And this will shock you. Holiday's final rape of
3: Johnson occurred eight days after it was reported. That's why they all got seen. I feel sorry for them. I mean, but you report it. First of all, when they reported they should have swung him to an admin sex sale somewhere. But it's that, uh, even if it's not true, Tyler Holiday shouldn't have had access to him again. And that's where the failure came. But you got 6,000 inmates. 2,000 of them are doing civil lawsuits at the time. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sure they may have thought, oh, Tyler, the key man, the LT, is, is straight-up dude. He's been here 20 years. Fuck that. Well, you know what? He's, Tyler Holiday. He knows he's been reported. Comes back, has to rape that mouth one more time. If that don't blow your freaking mind, that
2: y'all, when I was researching this, and I came upon that, and I read the actual court transcripts, and I came upon the fact that he raped him after he reported it. That is a special kind of asshole, right there, right? right. That's someone that thinks they cannot be touched. I, you know, the warden's like what he said earlier. They they get those things all the time. Probably they right. thought he was full of shit. Right. Uh, what you know, good, bad, or indifferent—that's the case. I don't think they had any ill will towards that guy. If they had
3: had witnesses or something, it'd have been different. But it's an inmate's word against correction officer—a a distinguished correction officer's word. Like back to Kelly Jennings' episode when she got the complaint against her and was totally bullshit. Right? They get those every day. Yeah. Yeah, but they should have moved this firefighter. They should have gave him some protection, and he got raped again. If you're in a trial, a civil trial,
2: and you're a jury, and you hear that, uh, you're like, yeah, um, there might have been a little failure there yeah. to protect him. And they and they stood behind the Eighth Amendment on that cruel and unusual punishment. This is cruel and unusual punishment. He was made to, like,
3: suck dick. It, it, because if he had not been sentenced to the Department of Corrections, Which is the punishment, right? He would not have been subject to this rape. So the cruel and unusual part is Lieutenant Keyman putting his penis in his mouth repeatedly, repeatedly, and seven times, and then doing it after eight days or whatever. After he reported it, he's like, come here, boy, I'm going to get you again.
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.
3: In just a few weeks, DraftKings Sportsbook will be live in Ohio. Right now, all new customers will receive $200 in free bets when you sign up today using code SWING. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. One per new customer. $200 issued as $825 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstakes. Void where prohibited. Ends first day. DraftKings is allowed to operate in Ohio. See terms and official rules at DKNG.co slash OH yeah give me some of that
2: that is that is so crazy you know that was the the shocking part of that trial so everything kind of rests on the jury eventually they come back and they come back with a verdict of guilty now remember this is a civil trial he's not going to jail right he's just guilty in a civil trial where you're suing for money and they award johnson who is now a free man He had already been released from Angola at this point. Uh, He was on uh, parole. That's right.
3: And they award him how much? $750,000.
2: Sandra Richard has been in the business of selling homes for over 20 years. This award-winning realtor brings the perfect blend of professionalism, integrity, and client satisfaction to every buying and selling transaction. A passion for both her clients and her community makes Sandra the perfect choice when buying or selling your home. So if you're in need, call the Cajun lady, Sandra Richard at 225-955-5484 or visit her on the web at SandraSellsHouses.com.
3: How's he going to pay $750,000? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you something. Um, Even in the civil suit, I mean, I guess Holiday could have claimed bankruptcy and only had to pay however much out of his check every month for the rest of his life. I don't know how it works.
2: It's important to note this and and we want to note this that although the administration of Angola's charges were dismissed, they did not find that the administration was at fault in I
3: don't know this about borrow Kane and
2: the other ones underneath it. Exactly. Um, the judge did say that Holiday should have been forced to resign immediately. And Johnson moved
3: to another prison the day the incident was reported. The working cell blocks in MN6 tiers, one guy or was a gal boy from New Orleans that came back there, and the instructor for the VOTech uh, school had been raping him repeatedly, and he reported it. Didn't nothing happen. He reported it, reported it, and then finally he sent, uh, told us attorney, and this guy, the I mean, had full breast implants and everything, but he told his attorney, his attorney said, save the ejaculation and the tissue seal it, mail it to and y'all the only mail that goes out that's not censored is inmate to uh attorney mail and they did it and it came in so it happens uh, um and he reported numerous times just like this guy federal appeals court
2: upheld the decision and look when you got to you know i've said this already but it, when a cadet yeah. Basically says it happened. Uh, I mean, that's kind of open and shut. That guy had nothing to right. gain and everything to lose right. by coming forward. I wonder how
3: many convicts were on Falcon that he had been having his way with for an hour long? Yeah, they, you I'm, know, sure a lot of wasn't I'm sure a lot of was. not rate. I'm sure a lot of was. I'll give you a, a honey bun. You know, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. Um, so smoking one in back then. I'll give you a pack of whatever. I'll give you, a, you know, some some Coca Cola. Yeah, (laughs) you would never
2: think that this guy had the absolute audacity to do it again after So he had already been airport. complained on for right. it. You would think he would have yeah. been watching his p's and q's. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. he, he he's gonna you gonna tell on me? Get in the Falcon office, right? Right. right? I'm gonna catch you one more time.
3: Yeah, because i He already knew he's retiring Like the next day or whenever it was, he, yeah. he had to have it one more time.
2: Yeah, and that that you know, and then other inmates come out say so he did it, like you just said. Right. There's no telling how many he did it to that never never spoke a word
3: of it. So. Yeah. Look, we don't know Tyler Holiday, the, the lieutenant that allegedly violated. The court said he violated right, right on, on the rapes. We don't know him from Adam, but this is all documented that Jim dug up, and it's documented. It was tried in a court of law. It was upheld in the appeals court that the lieutenant violated. Public record. Public record. I mean, uh, on the work cell block, I had a guy. Was back there, and he had been sleeping or sleeping. You know, I get, he wasn't sleeping. He was banging or uh, a free person who was a classification officer like Kelly was, and they got caught. Yeah, he goes to the hole. She gets fired. Yeah, uh, and I don't, I don't think they ever charged her um, because who she was, her father was a prominent person, like. But, with malfeasance or anything, but like, they literally walked in and called her bent over the desk and he's hammering it from behind. <laughs> and literally, hammering behind. Wow. from behind. He goes to the hole. She gets fired. There you go. I mean, it happens. There's a lot of smart predators, if you will, in bloody Angola. And they have 24 hours a day to figure out who's weak and how to get over on them. I'm talking about the convicts. But mm-hmm. well, you know what? Free people. I always said you do in time just doing 12 hours a day instead of 24 hours a day according to the court tenant holiday by the key man he used this position the
2: attorneys on that case for mr johnson was joe long and his co-counsel was carmen Abair. so some louisiana attorneys definitely that
3: abare is, is a yeah. good old louisiana name Crazy Cajun name. Crazy, crazy, crazy story. Thinking of the, the mindset on, especially on the female part, but a male that's going to go in there and, and have sex, or whatever you. I mean, this obviously was rape, but have sex, and you read the numbers at the beginning of the show. Almost fifty percent. Yeah, it's consensual. Yeah, that's consensual. So, uh, how bad is your? Ooh, how bad must your spouse feel? Oh, when man, like, be, holy yeah. shit! You yeah. know I'm an inmate. Ugh. Uh, Time yeah. to move. <laughs> Captain <the> audience. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm so like, we're gonna cheat on me with another female. Oh, I should I'm not make a line of it. I'm. No. We're talking about adults. Uh, even though it's against the rules, y'all, not the rapes. I'm not making them well, if you watch any of these, uh, I'm sure many of you,
2: if you're listening to this podcast, you like to watch true crime stuff. You like to watch stuff on prisons. And uh, there's several shows on TV. I was watching one the other night where they were talking about the blind spots in mm-hmm. prisons and mm-hmm. places that the inmates and the guards know, know where you can't see. Right. Even, if, even in today's day and time, with cameras everywhere, that's right. there's still blind still spots. Blind spots. That's right. And
3: you better believe every inmate knows where they're at. They know it. A good correction officer know it, and they'll wait and you know. But they always have what lookouts, and uh, if they see a CO coming down the hallway, uh, has some guy a hundred yards away, turn his head, and somebody's standing in another corner, and they'll turn their head, and these people quit screwing. And, yeah, and so it's hard to catch them, uh, but it happens. It happens. In you you, prison, your sex drive has been cut off. That's uh, why they had to put in the rule book. Sex is bad.
2: Well, you told a good story on Real Life Real Crime where you said two guys were kind of looking at each other
3: and you oh, could see yeah, a you know, third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was that, true. And, then, and the, I kept watching the one guy watch me. And every time i get up and go towards it, the bathroom, he would look across at another guy. The guy would look at the bathroom. By the time I get a bathroom, no one was there, but I knew it was going. But this one, I walked in and called him screwing. Yeah. And the guy was like, he was tearing it up from behind. Because I knew, when, once I figured out what their system was, I just without looking it up. I hauled ass in the bathroom. I called him. One yeah. guy tearing the other one behind. He saw me, he said, Sarge, let me get this nut. I know I'm going in a hole. Let me get this nut. I said, go ahead and get it. When you come out. <laughs> I was going to get in between them two naked, sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going in the hole. And he was cool about it. He was like, just let me get my night. I will never believe that we can convey it to the listeners enough that you'll never understand. You heard Kelly Jennings talk about it. And it is a different world when you go behind the wire. Totally different. Totally different world. The, the rules do not apply. And There's, especially at Bloody Angola. Especially at Bloody Angola. Largest Max secure prison in the world. Size of Manhattan. Yeah, this they shit, 28 miles, something like that. 18,000 acres of hell. Yeah. Yeah, and some of them and are wire. worse. And even, unfortunately, some of the free people that get to work are the worst, but, because yeah. it's proven by the court in this case. So, with that being said, we're going to conclude this episode of Lieutenant Violates. But, gotta give a huge shout out Jim to our chase team members you they are bringing the pain listen to what happened y'all we we locked up the first chase team episode by request actually came about because people some people listeners didn't like all the commercials they wanted a Patreon commercial free episodes we did that then we put up the first Kelly Jennings episode in solitary confinement vault for chase team members only chase team being the it's affectionate term, the studs that, uh, you know, subscribe to us, right? Yeah. And to pay the fee the $10 a month. So we put up that one, but holy smokes, Jim did all this research on Sean Vincent Gillis Uncut. And we we record and it ended up going into two parts. The second part hadn't even been released yet, but people ate that up. Uh,
2: ate it up, and, uh, you know, from a guy that, you know I love crime and I love true crime and I, I you know I can't get enough of information, uh, but serial killers specifically is, is kind of my jam. That's yeah, but, that's something that is absolutely intriguing to me. In my opinion, I don't care who you name. In my opinion, probably the worst serial killer of Sean, all
3: is John Mitzi Ellis. Did it like nobody else. He was his own monster. I mean and the worst I've ever heard in my career. So um, that being said, we want to give a shout out to each of our new chase team members. We love y'all. And so uh, before we give the shout outs, if if you like bloody Angola, go follow us, subscribe um, Facebook page, Instagram, hey our YouTube thing, y'all get uh, subscribed to it, and that way when it comes out, you'll get the automatic notification. And subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Um, it's huge; it helps us in the rankings. And look, our, pff, we're in the top one percent in the world now, y'all, because of y'all liking and sharing us. In
2: and, and we ain't stopping we ain't here. Stopping here
3: now. We're, we're, going, we're going to all the way to the top with y'all. Yes. So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't tell you how much we appreciate now it. Now we're going to give a shout-out to our Chase team members, and we love and appreciate each and every one of you. If you can't be a Chase team member, we get it. If you want to be a Chase team member, we're going to lock up the, third, the second part of the Sean Vincent Gillis uncut episode at the beginning of October, and uh, it'll be there. So you'll have three in the vault, plus you get commercial-free early releases of Bloody Angola. All right. Chase team members, we really want to thank each and every one of you. Now, you want to call your names. We love you. Miss Brianne Vickner, thank you so much, sweetie. Michelle Blank, we don't have your last name, uh, but we love you and love we thank you. Love you anyway. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle Martin, same deal. We love you, sweetie. Thank you so much for being the Chase team. Dee, Dee McMillan, thank you. Thank you, Dee Dee. You rock. And Jamie Dyson. You rock. Thank you so much for being a Chase Team member. Molly Blanchard, thank you. Thank you, Molly. Scott Grizaffi. Grizaffi. Grzafi. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for being a Chase Team member. Chelsea Holden, thank you thank for being a Chase you. Team thank member. You Chelsea. Stephanie, no last name. Stephanie, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Dana Devaney, thank you so much for being a Chase Team member. Thank you. Terry Huff, thank you, sweetie. We appreciate you being a Chase team member. Jennifer Mead. Jennifer thank Mead, you. Thank you. Sally Martinez, thank you so much. Damon Carroll, thank, thank you, you so Damon, much. Damon, you're always around. Uh Alexis Delight. Thank, thank you so much for being you, a Chase Alexis. team member. Carissa Beamer. Carissa, thank you, sweetie. Uh Jackie Savoy, thank you so much you, for being a member. Tyler Darnell. Thank you, Tyler, for supporting this chase team. Bailey
2: Hughes, and I want to give a special shout-out to this young lady. I used to call her the female Mark McGuire because she played for LSU Eunice, and I watched her like 14 days in a row hit a home run in the game. Wow. And that is also also the daughter of Lori Johnson, also a chase team member, who is my best friend that's a chick. And love her to death and love Bailey to death. Thank you so much, Bailey. Thank you all
3: both. We love you. Tyler Darnell, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Brandy Lacombe, thank you. Renee Damon, thank you, Renee. Shannon Sharpton, thank you so much. Darla Croson, thank you, Darla Lifer, thank you. Francine Fitting, thank you. Thank you, Francine. Suzanne menner thank you, Susan Victoria, uh, don't have your last name, but uh, thank you, Victoria. You know thank who you Victoria, are. Victoria, we appreciate you. Chris Thompson, thank you, Chris. We appreciate you being Chase Team.
2: Desiree Williams, thank you so much. Thank you. Warren, no last
3: name, but we appreciate you, Warren. Alice Saucier, thank you oh, so. Much. Alice has been around forever. Thank you, Alice. Joycelyn Broughton, thank you so much for being Chase Team. Jamie Baker, we appreciate you. Thank, thank you. you. Bridget Curtin, thank you so much. Jim Smith, thank you so thank much. You Mary Lou Boyle, Boyle. Thank you, Mary Lou. And you
2: go, I'm going to let you read this one, Woody, because I know you know this young lady. Miss Ruthie
3: Dore. it's been at all the shows. Ruthie Dore. we love you.
2: Kelsey Ro- uh, Ron Cancio, I'm sorry if I jacked your name up.
3: Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kelsey. Mylene Watts. Thank you, Mylene, for being a Chase Team member. And I'm going to shout out this guy, Lamar Powell.
2: Lamar Powell is the owner of Fit Body Boot Camp in Denham Springs. And I see he's a Chase Team member on here. Not only is he a Chase Team member, he was our 100th member. Go. And got uh, I actually sent him off a newspaper
3: signed by me and Woody today. Awesome. Thank you so much, brother. Erica, I'm going to screw this one up. So etching. Erica, thank you so much for being Chase team. Bonnie Pittman, this thank you. Miss Bonnie, Kathleen Dean, thank you so much for being Chase team member. We appreciate you. Kayla Pe- Peacock, thank you so much. Thank you, Deanna Wren, thank you so much for being Chase team. We appreciate you,
2: Michelle sherpy Shur- S H U P E. It's the best I can do with that thank one. You, but Michelle. thank you,
3: Michelle S. Heather Stoltz, thank you as always, Heather. Lindsey Powell, thank you so much. Awesome. Kara Sauer, so well. thank you, Kara. We appreciate you. Nicole Knox, thank you so much. Sonia Gadfield, thank you so much, Sonia. We appreciate you. Connie Sue Lentz, thank you so much. Thank you. Sally Davis, thank you. We appreciate you.
2: Clayton Duhon, love to see these guys jumping there up as go. Chase right. Team members. That's
3: awesome. Thank you, Clayton. Lisa Stevens, thank you so much, sweetie, for being a Chase Team. David Leonard, thank you so much for being a Chase Team. Tawana Viola, thank you. Great name, by the way, Tawana. Clayton Duhon, thank you for being a Chase Team member. Thank you, Clayton. And this fine lady's already been acknowledged, but I don't call her the best banker chick in the world, (laughs) It's Lori Johnson. We love you, baby.
2: LJ, love you. Uh,
3: Annie Burgo. I am gonna I am going with Burgo. Thank, Thank you, you. Annie. Lauren Nutt. Thank you, Lauren, for being a Chase team member. Sheila McDonald. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Tasha Glaviano. Thank you, Tasha. We appreciate you,
2: Michelle Taylor. Thank you, Thank
3: you Tracy Ray. Thank you so much for being Chase team
2: Miss BB seventy
3: seven. You can't beat that name anymore. Thank you for being chase team, right? <laughs> Miss Lisa Carter. Thank you so much for being a chase team member. Zach Steinke. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. Another guy stepping up, right? Donna Shepard. Thank you for being a chase team member. We appreciate you.
2: Miss Tony. You don't have your last name on here, but thank you so much. There
3: you go. Barrett Hollingsworth. Barrett, I assume you're a male. Thank you so much. We appreciate you for being a chase team. Jerry Anna born thank you so much morris machan thank you so much for being a chase team member we appreciate you crystal nelson thank you so much cassandra saucier thank you so much cassandra we appreciate you that's our second Saucier. that's right very good maybe they're related (laughs) uh jamie crooks thank you thanks jamie tara balloon thank you so much for being a chase team member
2: and Katie Owens, who has a cool spelling of her first name, K-A-Y-T-E. That's the
3: first time I've ever seen that.
2: Yeah, me too. I I notice those when they're, when they're spelled differently, and,
3: and we thank you. Katie, you're last but not least, but we thank you for being a Chase Team member, and we thank all you Chase Team members. Look out for Sean Vincent Gillis Uncut Part, part two. 2. That was by accident, not saying. Yeah. Cause it's such a fine story. If you like serial killers, Uh, and we tied it into bloody and gold at the end. Yeah. uh, So it's coming, right?
2: It's coming. It's fire and uh, and we're going to move on there to some other other famous killers you probably heard of. So for the Chase team, that's uh, it. Yeah, great stuff. Parts of our bloody, uh, excuse me, parts of our behind bars series, which is only for only for Chase team members.
3: But we love and appreciate all you listeners. If you listen this long, thank you, Uh, and we love you. And I'm Woody Overton, and I'm Jim Chapman. We're the host of Bloody Angola podcast, 147 years in the making, the
2: complete story of America's bloodiest prison. Peace.